0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Passion and Purpose podcast. We're about to jump into a series of podcasts from what we call the Young Adult Revival and Reformation Summit. We gathered some young adults from around the movement to talk about how can you begin leading your generation to see revival, and Reformation, not just in your city or your nation, but across the globe. In this time, we had the opportunity to hear from Jimmy, as well as many others, including Clarence Hill, our pastor at Antioch Norman, and just some absolutely incredible content that we just had to share with you guys. So we hope that you enjoy some of these talks from the Young Adult Revival and Reformation Summit. Enjoy.
1: Let me, say, let me say this. I was in a conversation uh, yesterday and um, somebody asked me, why have you not been speaking more on political issues in the last couple of years? Okay? So let me just give you the best I know before God and in submission to our elders and so on and so forth. The reason I pulled back from the political conversation is because the political spirit is trying to drive a wedge between everybody. And I'm pulled back not because I'm afraid, I pull back because I don't agree with the spirit of it. And until we're godly that the the, the, my energy is being spilled on spent on the inner man right now and we are having all these discussions politically left and right i'm in all these conversations i'm actually in them more than i ever have been at more the bigger levels with people but on a public declaration um there there is a time and a season for everything and if you tried in a public forum in 45 minutes or 30 minutes on a sunday morning to work through the rhetoric of the left and the right, you will never get wherever there is. But you can lay foundations and declarations and clarity about who we are as the people of God, who Jesus is, where we're going and what we're doing. And then we're trying to create the right forums for the political discussion so that we might move people forward in the kingdom of God. Now, let me just say this. and I'll, I'll say this. And again, for the majority in the room, you guys are um, uh, like, "Hey, yeah, we're, we're all we're fine." And but some of you guys are really. This is this is the sticking point for whether you're going to stay in the movement or not. And, and let me just say it this way: This is an imperfect movement with imperfect people. Yeah. And man, are we really hearing right? whether to engage this or that, or when we do this, that, or the other. What my assignment mandate is is lead this movement is to make sure whatever the language of god is whatever god's solution are, whatever god's values are is to make sure that those are preeminent we're the church we're the prophetic voice to everything yeah everybody we're not the political party of the right or the left and i have gotten pulled in at times and made declarations that have aligned too much with the right and it's at times with the left more so with the right than with the left but I believe the Holy Spirit is with cl- with clarity saying, do not be of a political <laughs> spirit. Do not be of a religious spirit in this hour. Be a kingdom declaration yes. because yes. the yes. solutions yes. are only yes. of and through yes. and by the kingdom yes. of God. Yes. That is not fearful of the political process. That is not uh, pulling out of the political process. But it's just wisely navigating it so we don't become of the spirit yeah. of that. Political spirit. Because yeah. tell me this. Tell you When have I addressed an issue politically enough? Yeah, that's true. When have I addressed the one that you feel most passionate about thoroughly? When have we resolved it as a larger community? That does not, but if you ask me, hey, what are we doing with life? What are we doing about diversity? What are we doing about compassion? What are we doing about uh, empowering people in the political process to be righteous in their decision making when are we holding people to justice? those are fair questions, but our solution is going to be church based not yeah that's good yeah. politically based
2: though there is a political portion of it, yeah. but it can't
1: be the lead piece yes.
2: right, help me out bro what am i the, I, I, what I, want want I, would, I would love you to even answer some of them so let's let's give some example pro life okay, so biblically, we just go back to Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. So conception is the beginning of life. I think just doctrinally, we have to understand conception is the beginning of life. But now, how do we solve the problem? When we go into solving the problem, if I just jump and say, well, I'm right-wing, I'm pro-life, that doesn't fully get it. Because see, the right-wing angle on solving the problem is not what I figured out is the full answer. I do think we need to impact laws. Because they do make a difference in what happens and the gates that are opened up into any society. That's true. But guess what? Why are we talking about abortion? Where do most of the abortions come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just think about it. Where do most of the abortions come from? And this is where you got to stay clear on the argument. I'm just trusting us to be mature and be able to get to this. But this is why we don't yeah. get into this because we can't get far enough down. I'm not talking about the 3% where we're talking about rape. Okay? Can can we talk about the 97% conversation? The 97% uh, conversation is called fornication. Now, am I wrong? It's fornication. So, then what's behind that? We're not just going to stop at the, the New Testament law, flee fornication. Then I need to even go back a little bit further, and I I need to ask myself, why did a young man not value this female enough to tell her, I know it's tempting, and we like one another, but I wanna honor you and give you the one gift that money can't buy, and that's me having been given to no one else. Mm -hmm. Because I'm second generation Christian, and by his grace he kept me physically, I was a virgin when I got married, so I was able to give my wife a gift that money could not buy. Mm-hmm. And in that gift that gave her trust, now, you get a society that values one another. Mm-hmm. So we're way out here on abortion, but we need to back up yeah, good to parents. value. Yeah. And then we need to back up to say, who gives that value? Moms, yes, but typically identity comes from the fathers. Mm. When I was in college, the strongest females that seemed like they were never moved by any temptations with men were girls who had strong relationships with their dads. Wow. Where there was somebody with broad shoulders and a bat. (laughs) Hey man, I resemble that comment. <laughs> so so that, that's just an example To drive back So even if you went into sexuality It's some of the same thing. We are living in a generation Of divorce Broken hearts Confusion yeah. Who am I? Who knows what the conversations are like at home? People baptized into porn Porn is everywhere And now kids are being raised on these broken Glass, broken glass all mm-hmm. over the ground, who knows what you're going to turn into trying to dodge all those bullets growing yeah. up. Yeah. So we as a people of God have to recognize then let's go back to Acts 2.42. I want to welcome to you to a new family
1: yeah.
2: where yeah. we love you and we know you got to walk out of some things but we're going to start way back here. Yeah.
1: Amen. And so yeah, I'm going to be
2: careful sense. how much I get identified yeah. with those who are throwing bricks at you. Oh. Yeah. I'd rather concentrate concentrate let, let let me celebrate my marriage so so with our marriage group you know what we did we made t-shirts that said i love my wife <laughs> and my wife had one that said i love my husband mm-hmm. and it was just a prophetic thing yeah. to draw people toward it's possible you can make it yeah. 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 let's yeah. celebrate what heaven looks like and draw people yeah, in because you are. will never force someone yeah, yeah. to go through the hard things that husbands and wives will go through because they know where their personal pain was. Yeah. 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 Mm. But something in them when it's of God, they're like, I wish it would have worked out that marriage, that broken marriage tore my life yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And so they need to see a clearance in Alicia, especially with blacks. 76% of our kids in the oh, black God. community are in a single parent head of household. So where are the fathers? So we as fathers, we can't be invisible. We've got to be out serving so people can see, no young ladies, there are still good good black yeah, men good. out there. So so we've got to make sure our strategy is kingdom and right now the political sides they're not kingdom. And even if you have a good idea, guess what? The system of politics now is I need to get voted back in in a few years. I just have $2 million put into my bank account by these wealthy people so there's all these strings attached that will challenge my integrity. I think it's our responsibility as a church to drive moral clarity. That's what we should do. doing. All right. Well, we got two questions uh, out of this stack of
1: questions. And what I'm motivated to do is to take the podcast and start rolling these things out and going through all your questions. So, hey... We're going to transition, but let me just, let me just uh, uh, pause for a minute and say this. Even as we're talking about moral clarity, even as we're talking about biblical living and everything else, Clarence is discipling politicians. I am discipling politicians. We are fully engaged. We are believing for righteous leaders. We are in the forums where things are being discussed that are at the highest levels of moving. And that We're not like the central players, but we're in it. So we are not throwing off people's right. call to political office. We're actually admonishing people to run for political office, yeah. but with the right spirit, yeah. with a Daniel spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? So we're, we're all in. We're discipling business people. We're discipling educators. We, we are in for systematic change. We believe in absolute reformation, lock, stock, and barrel. But somehow the Holy Spirit has led this conversation so far get to the heart and a biblical center as Hannah said that access being clear your gifts and callings are without revoke you you you're passionate about something politically educated that that's already it's in you God's gonna gonna honor that but without that politic without that not political without that central um Daniel's spirit of submission to God, one another, the body of Christ. You can't get to the outcome that God intends through that pastor gift that he's given you. Don't get confused with your external anointing with the internal revelation that's needed. Just because you're externally anointed to communicate or to educate or whatever. Hey, good for you. Praise the Lord. The, The world may stand up and shout. You can sing. You can dance. Whatever it is. But that internal revelation is what brings authority for real transformation. And that's what we're banging on here, so that so that when you get to the stage you got something to give.
0: Thanks so much again for tuning into this podcast. Again, we are so grateful that you jumped in with us today, and we wanted to let you know that our worship arm Antioch Music just released a new album called The Underground Sessions. We hope it'll be a huge blessing to you and whoever you share it with. We hope you have an amazing day. And remember, for any information you need to know, go to jimmycybert.com or antioch.org. See you later.